Hi guys, welcome back to The Gripe. This is Allison. Hi guys, this is Kai. And here we are for episode 298 of The Gripe. We have so many on our belts. Oh my god. So many. We're so great at this. (laughs) We're so great at looking at the world and finding all the things to complain about. It's a skill. (laughs) It is a skill that should be highly paid. Um, I was talking to one of my coworkers mm-hmm. and uh, I was talking to him about his girlfriend and he was like, we don't have a lot in common, but we hate all the same things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh you my need God, to listen. is that us? Is that <laughs> me and you? No, because we like similar things too. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. That's hilarious though. Yeah. I'm not sure if we can base like a full like romantic relationship based off just hating on... all the same things yeah that's kind of but weird. i just really like the way he put that <laughs> <laughs> it's love it is love <laughs> um how's it going things are good um it is very chilly now here mm-hmm. in the seattle which i love very much i love to bundle up i love to um you know, drink the tea. There's a new thing called a gravity blanket. What the heck is that? Have you heard of this? No. Um, so it's a blanket that supposedly um, it weighs a lot. It's like 20 pounds, 25 pounds. And it's not really to keep you warm, but it's to keep from pressure on you. <laughs> yeah, from dripping <laughs> off. And I love that idea because, um, you know, being from the Midwest, you, I always had a bunch of blankets on me in the wintertime. And it wasn't ever about like staying warm, but the weight feels so good. And they're like, you know, of course, you're trying to sell this product, and they're saying that there's all these studies that show that helps stress reduction, and it feels like a hug, and people need that. So I'm all into it. So I you're think gonna get it's, one. I mean, I don't really need to spend, need to spend like two hundred dollars right now. Oh my gosh, is that how much they cost? It's something like that. Whoa. Um, but you know, when I'm flush with cash. I will definitely <laughs> um, invest in one of those. That sounds like a good idea to me. Interesting. You know? Yeah. You know, do my fireplace, put on my Ugg boots. I thought you said you the didn't gravity have, blanket. I thought you said you didn't have mugs anymore. I don't. <laughs> I do have these furry slippers, though. That, um, yeah. That, that are just fine. Aaron's got some Ugg slips. He does? Yeah. Like legit Uggs? Yeah. You know, no, he's, I he's don't a man. buy anything fake. He's a man. I don't buy no fugs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my gosh. Let's just, let's just dive right into some bullshit. Okay. What you got for me? We're going to start it off with Harvey. Harvey. Weinstein. Oh yeah. Let's talk about this for a sec. Yeah, it's, um, it's happening. It's a big, big, uh, national conversation right now, I think. Yeah. So I think, you know, first things first, he's disgusting. Yeah. He's a big oaf, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. Um, here's my gripe. People knew. I have zero doubt that all these people that are coming out and being like, oh, my sympathies to all the victims. I didn't know. I didn't know. I think that's bullshit. Wait, wait. So I think that people knew. Knew what specifically? That what he was doing. Harassing all those actresses and model wannabes and everything. So you're, you're, so you said that the people around him or just the... the people around him. Uh-huh. I think they all they knew. They all knew. And they just turned a blind eye to it. They turned a blind eye because yeah. they were living the good life. Mm-hmm. And he was giving them what they wanted. He was throwing parties. He was lavish. He was somebody that's important. Yeah. And it to me, it's... Uh, what's the word I wanted, I'm looking for? Um, 
it's insulting mm-hmm. to think that people didn't know. Like, for you to assume, like, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and all these people that, like, he made famous to be like, <gasps> clutch my pearls. Oh, my God, I can't believe that he was doing all these things. Oh, uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, But they benefited from... They benefited from, from him. him. and from his power and from his resources, his promotion, um, and now they're coming out now. Now. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's not, it's not good. Because I'm like, I mean, just, you know, you and Allison opening up this yoga studio in Seattle and how you guys tried to like keep it on the DL. But then like it got out, mm-hmm. like people knew. Oh. That's how everything is. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> people know. Yeah. People know and yeah. It's hard to keep anything a secret. I think, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and you know, you and I were chatting on text about this and at one point you're like, um, it's happened to every single woman. And you know, looking at just what's happening on social media. I mean, first, was I surprised? Yeah, I was surprised. I didn't realize that this was like something that women face. And it seems like such a regular thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's just part of being a woman. And I think that's just horrible and sad. And um, maybe it's naive of me to, to, to say that, but um, I just no, had no idea. Yeah, so... We kind of skipped over something. So there's this hashtag me too that's trending on social media. And it is if you've ever been sexually assaulted or sexually harassed, mm-hmm. then you're supposed to put that on your you know, status update or your Instagram or whatever. And it's just supposed to, if everybody realized how many women it happened to, then mm-hmm. they would understand the depth of the problem. Yeah. And... It is certainly not my brand to put anything personal like that up on social media. But I felt like I needed to do it because it has happened to me. Like, luckily, I've not been sexually assaulted. But two instances at work that I can remember where these ugly, disgusting, fat men would come up and, like, rub my shoulders. Or they would trace the outline of my neck because I've always had short hair. And it's literally like the Uh heebie-jeebies. So grabbed and groped and massaged and like that is a thing. Mm -hmm. And I reported it both times and excuses were made for the guys both times. Mm -hmm. One was he's old. He's just old. So it's okay. He's just old. But what does that mean though? Like that's how how they grew up at different times. I mean, what, what is that excuse about? He's an old man. He gets to do what he wants. No. Mm-mm. And then the other one, actually, no excuse was made. The other one was just, like, flat out ignored. Like, ignored. I sent an email to the president of the company mm. and, like, just no reply. I never received it. Yeah. So I can see. And those were just, like, me being uncomfortable in a situation. And I certainly, and I felt really uncomfortable reporting it, but... You know, imagine if you had been molested or raped. Like, I can see why... This is why women don't report it. Because it goes unanswered. Exactly. It goes ignored. Yeah. And that's bullshit. It's terrible. So, it's not exactly funny. <clears throat> no. A fun no. way to start our our podcast. Um, but it's relevant. What do you think about... Because um, I've seen some posts with men who say, we're doing the Me Too hashtag. Do you feel like that detracts from, from the women... Or do you think so. that it's, it's a relevant conversation? I think it's relevant. Yeah. I think that um, I've seen a couple of men with the Me Too. And it's just a, 
the way of our society, like people in power taking advantage of lesser lesser oh, yeah. people, I suppose. Yeah. So. So when I was um, a dancer in LA, um, I was signed with with an agency, um, a dance agency, and um, it had been a year, and they called me in to resign my contract. And um, the agent that I had been working with um, for that year, he became the head of, of this agency. And, um, and so he put me in this little room and um, had the contract out and um, said, oh yeah, it's the normal stuff, whatever. And then looked at me and was like, did you know that it's not illegal for an agent and a client to date? <laughs> and then he started like, grouping and he was like I'm serious it was so creepy I signed the thing got the hell out of there and then like a couple days later I I wrote and was like this you know terminates our relationship I'm done with you guys and that was sort of the end of my my dance world um which is fine because it wasn't for me anyways but like I could not handle that grossness. Um, what a way to end your dance career. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. I found yoga instead. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it happens to everyone, and I just think that's, it's nuts, and it's weird, and I'm glad that there's a conversation happening about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Are we switching gears now? Yeah, let's switch <laughs> gears. Okay, let's switch gears. I ran into um, one of our listeners, Kate. Hi, Kate. And, um, she wanted to pass this along to you because she was so happy. She listened to last week's episode about the food stuff. Is this Kate the yogi? Yeah. She teaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and she, I didn't know that she, but she's like a dairy rep. And she was saying how she loved um, that you really dislike like the almond cheese and the other nut cheeses. Yeah, and I mostly just like it just because it's gross. <laughs> that's and that's legitimate. <laughs> it tastes bad. And she was saying that um, the dairy farmers that she represents in Washington would be elated to hear that oh my because God. every time that they hear like about the other fake cheese, um, they kind of cringe like, oh, another trend. Yeah, we'll um, pass it on to them. <laughs> so, Do you think those dairy farmers would like the grape? <laughs> um, so that was a little little shout out to you from Kate. Um, we also got some hate mail. Was well, Evelyn was hate mail? But I, I like to think it was hate mail because I feel like you've made it once you've got you got <laughs> it. Wasn't some hate mail. okay? So she can call it hate mail just just for the validation yeah. that it really wasn't you guys. <laughs> on our Instagram, uh, somebody posted. Just kind of a kind of an Instagram rant, yeah. Against you know what I was talking about vegans, and but that's our forum, right? Gripe away. Yeah, I'm into it. Oh my gosh, I was so into it. Like I said, I felt like I made it because I made somebody mad, and I made them <laughs> mad enough to write. <laughs> like if you can get somebody into action, then you've done something good. And you know, I'm not gonna change your mind. You're not gonna change my mind. Like this is the way it works. I yeah. still stand by like. I like to eat real cheese made from cows. Well, the, and, and just to, to Maybe be clear. Maybe it messes up my gut. <laughs> <laughs> and to be clear, it was a post about um, the vegan, griping against vegans. Yeah. Because she's a vegan, which I applaud. That works for you. Awesome. You go, and girl. Yeah. I mean, all, you know, the, the benefits of that. Um, and I'm not sure if 
I hated on the vegan thing because I don't you hate You didn't. Vegans. You just kind of okay. me on. <laughs> you didn't hate. Um, but the thing is, I love food, period. If it's vegan food and it's great, I'm into it. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm not like a vegan by lifestyle choices. Um, but if it works for you, I'm all about it. You know, for whatever reason, political, non-political, you go on with your bad self. Guys, who knew that Kai was going to be the politically correct one out of the UL? <laughs> <laughs> you just got to please everybody. I don't have to. But that, I mean, literally, that is the, the one place where I'm like, hey, I will get you down with some vegan food. You know, if, if it's good, if it's raw, yeah, give it to me. But if it's terrible, no, thank you. I'll pass. I'll do a hard pass so fast. So that's just me. <laughs> do you have it? I guess we can get into the... To the main event? The main event. The main... Right. I think that's all I had for today. Okay, so what are we talking about today? What's our main... Today, the main main? we're talking about the office. Office grapes. Office grapes. Yeah. Like, working in an office... It's just so weird. It's like a microcosm. It's just its own environment, its own city. You basically spend, if you're an American, you spend more time with your coworkers than you do with your friends and family. Mm. And it's like, I've met some of my best friends at my jobs. I've met a lot of people I really hate at my jobs. (laughs) (laughs) And there's just so many facets to working and we're calling it office grapes, but I mean, you haven't worked in an office in years and years, and I'm sure it's like just working grapes, I guess. Well, here's the thing. What's so, the thing? so yeah, I you know did the dance thing. I've been in the yoga industry now for you know over 15 years, 15 years, and then um, but before that, I did work office jobs. I worked um, for temp agencies. I worked at a collection agency. Oh God! I, I was didn't know a that. team leader for a class action lawsuit. Ooh. <laughs> and for three years, I worked at Bank of America in in Los Angeles. Um, and that was before I, I did the yoga thing. So I know the office world mm-hmm. like, more than I want to. So um, so yeah, I'm 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 into this gripe completely. <laughs> I've got so much to say about it. Oh, good. Why don't you get us started? All right. So my first gripe, first of all, is not related to other people. The first gripe I have is buying the clothes. Oh, gosh. I hated having to buy work-appropriate clothing. I never liked it whatsoever. I never wanted to go into like Banana Republic. No, I hated it so Some flat front khakis. Much. It was the worst. <laughs> Because, you know, I knew I'm never going to wear, like, I would never wear these clothes in my regular life. So why do, why do I need to buy them? You're right. And so I did buy them. You know, I looked like a... Generic. Total generic. Looked like everyone. Basic bitch. Yeah, I just did not enjoy it whatsoever. Hated looking like a robot. Um, but over time, I started putting my own style yeah. into the wardrobe. Um, and eventually my personal side became a combination of work clothes and club gear. Oh. And I wore that <laughs> to the office. You had um, like the belt with the grommets in it, didn't I you? sure did. Yes. Oh my God. Why wouldn't I? Okay. <laughs> you might still have it. Was it was like, a, I'd have like a little like blue fitted button up, short sleeved 
with my, you know, black pants that I got from Urban Outfitters with the black grommeted belt and my... And like maybe some some boots with like a higher <laughs> platform. <laughs> How did you know? Because I can picture this. Yes, that was my work outfit. Oh my God. Um, okay, so I have a funny story. So I was, you know, in that full like half work appropriate, half not work appropriate mode of my life. And um, this is when I was working for the class action lawsuit. And I was friends with the cool black girls. And they invited me to this thing called First Fridays. Because back in the 90s, I think it was in the 90s, like, like R&B wasn't, like, like, it was more poppy in the clubs. And so to find, like, good R&B pop music, you had to go to certain places. And so they had a, an event called First Fridays and that, that they invited me to. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And I asked them, what should I wear? And she said, oh, wear what you were to work because that's perfect. And I knew that's like, okay, I, I've made it. And it's probably inappropriate to wear to work, but I loved it so much. And of course I was like waiting for that response. Like, oh, just wear your work clothes. I was like, yes. Oh you my know. gosh. Ridiculous, that I know. That is so <laughs> um, I'm the opposite of you. I feel like the only reason I work <laughs> is so I can wear fun clothes. Right. Because if I didn't go to work, then I wouldn't have a reason to get dressed up, and then I would feel sad. <laughs> okay, I get that. Because <laughs> that's how I inject my personal style. Right, is through what I'm wearing. Even though my outfit today is kind of sucky, <laughs> but most of the time I look pretty good, in my own opinion. And uh, that's how I just get to feel creative. Yeah. So, thank you, job, <laughs> for giving me that outlet. Um, okay, so when I was working at the bank. There was one time I was walking downtown LA for lunch and I was wearing like, it was like a beige and blue camo nylon top <laughs> with these like, think like raver pants. And I might've had a beanie on that oh day. Oh my God. And so I'm walking, like waiting for a salad and I struck up a conversation with, with someone waiting as well. And they asked, oh, where do you work? I said, oh, I'm up on 3rd and Boulder at the Bank of America. And like, wait, they let you wear that? <laughs> and, I, and I knew like from her reaction, that okay, this is probably not okay. This is not. But this is also the bank that let me um, like leave work to go to auditions, <laughs> dance auditions in the middle of the day. Oh, so is, it was a just, little more relaxed. Yeah, this is just like an LA bank. <laughs> exactly. Downtown totally. Los Angeles bank. Yeah. Thanks, Bank of America. I use Bank of America for all my banking needs. What do you? <laughs> this segment brought to you by Bank, <laughs> bank of, of America. America. <laughs> um. So, here's my office gripe. Yeah. It's all of the office lingo. Poor example. Oh, gosh. So many. Um, like, when you're sending an email, I'm going to need that by EOD or COB. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what's your ETA yeah. on giving me that? And I'm like, guys, how much time are you actually saving, saving yes. by just not writing? I'm going to need that by the end, end of, of the day. day. Or like the close of business, like the close of business. My business is never closed. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm open 24-7, like 7-Eleven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, there's so much. Let's put a pin in it. Uh-huh. I love that one, actually. Um, I like to say I'd, for irony, you know. Yeah. that. Um, synergy is another one you only hear in the office. And it's like, 
if you if you're not saying this in your everyday life, like why is it appropriate to say it in the office? <laughs> is it like synerg- synergetically? Is that a word? Synergy and energetically, <laughs> like just so much shit. Aaron says, um, "Spin up, like I'm gonna spin up a team. Let's spin up an invoice. Let's spin up an SOW." <laughs> and I think he just made that up. So I can't hate on it because uh-huh. I feel like he just says that. That's his way of being that's, creative in the office. That's his all-encompassing <laughs> one. Um, do you have any that you hate? Are there? No, I mean, because I, I have never thought of those. The EOD is the one that bothers me the most because it's like, yeah. First of all, I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> and just stop it. End of the day. Just write the whole damn thing out, you know? Yeah. It seems pointless to me to just write the abbreviation EOD. Well, and sometimes you have to clarify because it's like um, EOD, like, do I actually have until midnight to do that? Versus COB, which is like 530. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How about just give me a time to, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like what time I clarify, I asked, this was in my previous But that's job. Who, that's the thing that's annoying. It's like that's supposed to make it more succinct. It's creating more chaos. It's chaotic. It's cha- creating more chaos, and I'm not about that. Yeah. The, my old boss got a little attitude with me and was like, EOD means I don't need it by COB. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not clear either, <laughs> sir or madam. So uh, let's just <laughs> all agree to not use this anymore. Yeah, we'll just put a pin in that one, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, my next one, awkward elevator moments mm. I don't like riding in the elevator with business people or anyone for that matter the elevator is awkward yeah it's like I always am very aware of my body language like should I stand up straight mm-hmm. I'm leaning against the wall do I look closed off because I have my arms crossed like <laughs> yeah, right what do I do with my hands yes <laughs> Um, well, and the thing with, with, you know, elevators with office folks is you know them. So there's like sort of an obligation to make the worst trivial talk. You know what I mean? I just yeah. think it's so boring and, you know, it's like, oh yeah, we have to be nice to each other. So let's talk about nothing for the 15 seconds that we're on the elevator together. Have you ever just like stared at somebody and not <laughs> said anything? No, but you have. Just Tell me more about that. Make them uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I hate small talk. Yeah. Like, and, and... And and it's and it's a confined space. Like, your personal bubble is already broken, right? So there's, like, a lot of weirdness already. Like, sometimes I wonder if I'm on the autism spectrum because I just want to be like, can we not do this? <laughs> like, can we just acknowledge each other and shut up? Mm. Like, hey, we're on the elevator. We don't have to talk. Hey, but there's still something in that silence that is so awkward. Yeah. Somebody, like, write us in and let us know what is it that is makes all the elevators just the weirdest place to be on with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just strange. My elevator gripe, and this has nothing to do with working in an office, but people that are waiting to get onto the elevator and they're just like standing right there that you can't get off the elevator. And you're like, a bitch, let me off. Yeah, step side. And then you can get on. Yeah. Or the people that <laughs> just get on without letting people off first. Yeah. Again, that's just creating more chaos. Come on, you guys. There's there's a method. There's a method to, to all this madness. <laughs> um, mine is... 
when people have opinions about the food that you bring in to eat. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'll often bring like leftovers or one of my favorite things to eat for lunch is very um it's divisive. You what know is what it? that is? <clears throat> Tuna salad. Oh, okay. Like, I love I'm tuna. I'm against you on that. You don't like it? Well, so one of the things on my list was smelly office food. Yeah. It's smelly. But I'm not making it here. Like, I'm bringing it in the Tupperware. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, sm- like, if it's already made. Because what smells <laughs> is, like, taking out of a can. I disagree. You think it, see, <laughs> we might have to get another poll on this. Uh-huh. Because I don't think it smells. No, I think you think it smells good. I, I think, think it, it smells I think good. it smells stinky. <laughs> I think any fish product. Yeah. Like, you know, live your life, but just know that it's going to bother other people, you know. How about popcorn in the microwave? That's okay. I don't like popcorn it generally. It leaves a very a very specific smell. Specific smell that pervades for hours. Yeah. I mean, I think that the smelly office food like in the microwave, that's a thing, right? Like Oh, yeah. When you heat up broccoli or Brussels sprouts in the microwave, it is so stinky. Who's doing that? I don't understand. One of my coworkers. Oh, for really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you got to live your life. I'm not mad at you for doing that, but, you know, maybe like once a month through that. I mean, most of the time, let's be honest, I go out to lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My bills at PCC would show <laughs> you that. But, like, if I'm bringing something for breakfast or for lunch... I just don't want to hear your opinions on it. Yeah. Because, like, obviously I brought it and I'm going to eat it. Right. But it, I think it just goes to that small talk culture oh, of people just feeling like they have to say something. Well, see, I never say shit. I just, like, it annoys me privately. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gripe about it. Well, and then I, you know, on in Bank of America, um, there was... A lot of microwaving of fish, which I think is so disgusting. Like, just if as you're a micro- preparation yes, method? If you're microwaving fish, reconsider all of your life choices. Get your life. That's just, no good is going to come out of microwave fish. None. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not okay. But remember, tuna salad is not microwaved fish. No, I, I, yeah, but it's very, the smell is very potent. I just disagree. But anyways. Yeah. If it's, yeah, you know, it's not every day, it's fine. Yeah. You know? That's all. I just don't like other people's opinions. That's <laughs> what it comes down to when it comes to my life choices. All right, your turn. Um, my next gripe is the obligatory birthday cake. Oh. On birthdays. I'm in shock and awe. <laughs> That's one of the best parts of working. No, I, I just, first of all, you know, can we please change it to like birthday empanadas or just because you birthday don't like sweets, I don't everybody like sweets. else does. And I don't like standing around. First of all, I would want I don't like the attention okay, on that's, myself. That's your problem. A Next. right. And then I remember like I worked for an insurance company once and I was temping. It had been two weeks. <laughs> Someone had a birthday and they called me over to stand around and sing happy birthday this person who I had no idea who it was. I, would, I, I just felt so awkward. I think I was scarred from that. I was like, why are we doing this? This is the worst. Um, you know, they don't, they don't know me. I didn't know them. Oh, my gosh. You know, I just felt like they're just trying to cut bodies to make that person feel special. 
And it just, it just felt like so put on, you know. We were just talking about this today because my birthday is coming up and I was like... Tell everyone. Oh my God. And I was like, I can't <laughs> wait till it's my birthday. I don't even care that I'm getting older and older <laughs> I just and older want and older. I just like the day that's all about me. <laughs> and yes, everybody's going to sit around and sing. <laughs> oh and we're going to have some cake. We are like from different cloths. Yeah, it's so funny. But I guess we just hate the same thing. So <laughs> that's why we're friends. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I would appreciate like birthday proskies, birthday dumplings. Well, just ask. Oh. On your birthday, I'm gonna bring you a dumpling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no singing, please. Yeah. Um, here's kind of a different one uh-huh. for me. This just culminated in like the last couple years, where if you are a woman in the workplace. And maybe you own your own business, or maybe you're a mompreneur, or whatever. It's this whole, like, girl boss, lady boss, boss babe, boss bitch. Like, have you noticed the kind of the onslaught of that? A little bit. Yeah. I'm not really into it. You hate it. Because I think, like, why can't it just be boss? Like, why do you have to put the the woman beside? Why are you laughing? (laughs) Because I got you a hat that says Lady Boss, and that's so funny to me. (laughs) And I got you an infinity scarf. (laughs) Yeah, so what? I like For Christmas, I got her a trucker hat that says Lady Boss on it. And it has a kiss. Yeah. It has the outlines of a lip. And of course I love that hat because you gave it to me. And that's not what I'm griping about. It's like all of the women that put that on their own social media posts. It'll be like, hashtag girl boss, lady boss, love my boss babes, boss bitches. And I'm just like, why is this a thing? Like, Uh there are women that are bosses. Right. And I don't think, you don't see guys doing that. Right, but I... Boss man. Yeah, but that's, here's the, but I think that's, that's the distinction, is that there's the assumption that the guy is the boss. So for the distinction is lady boss or boss bitch, whatever that is. Like I, you know, I get why it's annoying, but it's just to show. Oh, it's it's a woman. It's a female boss. Yeah, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it bothers Allison, you guys. So yeah, it's okay. It bothers me. <laughs> just eradicate it. Take it out. That's not gonna happen. It's dumb. You know that's not gonna happen. It's right? dead. <laughs> it's over. Um. Okay, my next gripe. Have you ever tried to be friends with coworkers? Yeah. Has that worked? Um, <laughs> I mean, well, you and I were coworkers. That's different. Because, so, because, like, what we'd see each other for like thirty minutes here and there. Yeah, but know? I mean, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah. So I. But I'm thinking more of like in a day in and office day out. environment. Yeah, yeah. You're eight hours a day with the same people and then try to become friends with with them yes and it hasn't ever really worked Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's just like women or if it just wasn't really a friendship in the first place because there would be times in in past jobs where um I would be friends with with people and then as soon as I left we weren't friends anymore oh I see and so then it's like like work friends only yeah yeah 
So I'm like, well, I guess we weren't really friends because that was just a friendship of convenience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the friends. Like, we were forced social situations. Yeah. Um, and I think I talked about this in one of our episodes, but I was like, I got a lot of my social situate like, social stimulation when I first moved to Seattle from, from work. work. Yeah. Because I worked with a bunch of women that were younger than me, but also, and some that were my age, but it was like, even though I didn't have any friends outside of work, I felt like I was still, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out with people. But yeah, once I left that job, I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. So, no, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so when I was working for a legal consulting firm, um, there was like a big group of us that, you know, we were very chummy at work, da-da, big laughs, go to par. And then we decided to, hey guys, let's go to Buka together. I don't know what that Buka is. Buka Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> and so we all had a day, we all met, we talked for like five minutes, and then silence. There was nothing to say to each other. Because you weren't at work. It was the most awkward, uncomfortable meal I've ever had, other than the Chili's date. <laughs> Um, but it was just like, okay, we have nothing to talk about. They're like, no one wants, you know. Because nobody wants to talk about work. Yeah. Because you're outside of work. Right. And it's like, oh. But then but what else do you have in common? Right. Yeah. Nothing. It was pretty bad. And then it never happened ever again. Like, okay, we'll just, we'll just be at work. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is kind of a segue off of that. Um, and I'd be very interested to hear your take on this. Mm-hmm. But competition in the workplace. So in every job I've ever had, except for this one, currently that I have now, there has been, I've had like a, there's been like competition between, you know, my coworkers and mm-hmm. I, like who can be more in the boss's favor. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, now is that like an outright thing? You know, or is it like unspoken? Oh, okay. Where like, but you, you know it's happening. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm. I mean, and I'll speak from firsthand experience. Like, I would work on things secretly to like show my boss. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. That I wouldn't share with my other like peers because I wanted to be the one that introduced a new idea. Oh, okay. Or you know what I mean? But why is that bad? It's not bad. It just always felt like you had to look out for your yourself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, um, that reminded me of something. Wait, so how did this start again? You were saying, I was saying competition. I'm um, like, is it... So my past two jobs have been mostly... I work for female-run companies. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm wondering, is that just a female thing because I mean it was pretty intense I think at my job before Core Power um, when I worked at Lululemon uh-huh. and I was uh, um, a store manager of a couple stores here um, I mean competition was like fierce I'm, oh really oh for <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah um, and and yeah you just had to watch out for yourself and, like, be careful, like, what you said around your peers uh-huh. um, because you had to make sure that, you know, you were looking out for number one. Yeah, and I don't think that's not uncommon. I remember, like, being at the bank and 
definitely um, it was me and another assistant who, like, we were always trying to show our value. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like that's out of the ordinary. Especially in, outside of the wellness industry, I feel like it's such a thing. Like, you've got to show that you're, you're putting in, you know? Yeah, I feel like on the East Coast, it would be way more intense mm-hmm. than it is out here. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like people need to show their value a little bit more than they do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so on that kind of the same note, like the reason why I moved up in a lot of office place that I worked was because I was like, oh, that person is a team lead. I got this. Do you know what I mean? Like um, it was like I just saw how people lacked in their jobs and I was like, I can do way better than that. And so that, you know, that was sort of a litmus test for me to like, all right. I can do this. Yeah. You know? So that kind of is with the competition thing. You know, where I capitalized on it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel that. Um, and then a little bit along the same lines um, is the brown noser. Ugh. You know, and it's... For me, they, they're annoying because, like, they tend to be bad at their actual job. But they've made the right allegiances and alliances to, like, keep them where they're at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they're annoying to me. Because mm-hmm. I, I think that they're poor at their job. <laughs> um, this might not surprise anyone that I'm not a brown noser. And it has not served me well ever. Like... I just... Wait, wait, you are a brown noser? No, I'm not a brown noser. But then, how, then it's, of course, not going to... No, it's always sucked. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> it's never gotten me anywhere that I have always been true to myself. Oh, oh, oh I see. Like, what I'm saying is, <laughs> you know, I've done, I've done good at my jobs. Um, yeah. But the fact that I could just never be fake... Mm-hmm. Has not has not served me well, and I think that that is something that only women have to do. I don't think that men necessarily. I know they form allegiances, and there's that back door, like old boys club, mm-hmm. old whatever you call it, good old boys mm-hmm. is what they say. But women have to like strategically form alliances with their boss. You have to act a certain way. You have to act impressed with people. Mm. You have to like do all this extra stuff yeah. that that guys don't have to do. When I just want to, like, get straight to the point, I want you to judge me off of, like, the work that I've done. Yeah. Not the whole package. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My whole package isn't very shiny. It's a little blunt. <laughs> do you have another one? Um, I do. Mine is the buzzword culture. Mm. Yeah. I just... That word is just thrown around here, there, and everywhere, and I think it's it's having its moment in the past five years or so, and it's gonna fizzle out probably in the next, I think, two or three years. Fizzle how? Like it's not gonna be because I feel like there's a lot of companies that talk about their culture and as just, as a selling point to get more people in their their door. Right? Yeah, and um, I. I hear it a lot, like when I'm interviewing people, that's 
that's a really popular question to ask. What's, what's the culture like at your company? Mm-hmm. What's the culture? And I think... Work hard and you get a paycheck, bitch. <laughs> that's where we come from. <laughs> that's yeah. our generation. Yeah. Um, and I guess what I want to... What I, what I want to impress upon people is, like, culture is... It's not just the boss. Like coming emanating down like this this amazing culture I think it's everybody's attitude mm. the mix of everybody has to be correct and I think that's what you know the manager or the head of the company the boss like that's what they're in charge of mm-hmm. like if they see an energy dip or a negative energy right to, to manage that and if you are the negative energy you need to look at that yes you know what I mean because I feel like I I know so many managers who were the negative energy yeah. I was one of them. No, I'm not even kidding. Like, I was... I know, it's just funny to hear that. <laughs> I was, like, the rotten apple in the cart. And it, and I, I think that once I realized that, I was like, oh, this is about me. I'm not happy. I need to get the fuck out. And yeah. I did, you know? I've been in that situation. Yeah. For sure. When I'm like, you know what? And I, my metaphor at that time was, I feel like every single day when I'm going into this job, I'm walking against the wind. Mm-hmm. And when it feels that way, then it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. When you have to brace yourself for the day. Yeah. That's what I felt. That's like, okay, gird your loins. That's your back what in. I felt too. Yeah. It's like, I can't do this. Yeah. And then it was like, time to throw up that peace sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Latest. Later days. Um, my next one... Um, and this, for me, might be the worst office person, is the yes person. The mm. yes man, the yes woman, who just says yes to their higher up, just because they have no backbone. Like, oh my God, it's a great idea, da 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 It's kind of like the brown noser thing, but I feel like if you're a yes person through your entire career, like, you have absolutely no integrity, you know? Mm. Like, not everything can be yes, you know? Like, what's your real opinion on these things? Yeah. You know? I think I've been that yes person just because I was afraid exactly. to rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to deal with question after question after question or like of why I thought it wouldn't work or being told that I have a negative attitude and I'm not a team player. Mm-hmm. Like when everybody else is saying yes, I mean, then I'm a fucking enabler just like all of Harvey Weinstein's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, yeah. and I've also been that yes person. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I've been the cynic. You've been the yes person. <laughs> this is so amazing. Um, what about the person that um, replies all, all the time? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you think that by now, like how long has email been around? I was emailing in high school, so oh, that yeah. was... For me, it was, I was a freshman in college. I was, it was like 1998 <laughs> when I started emailing. So that's almost 20 years. You've had time to learn, people. Like, do not... We still see it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I still freaking see it on, like, this massive group with, like, 200. <laughs> people will be like, oh, do you still need help with this? And I'm like, stop. <laughs> I also feel like the reply all person is the TMI person and the overshare as well. Yeah. Like, they, they're always giving you too much information, you know, and they're oversharing things. Like, um, in the email, like, I received not even a year ago, um, and this wasn't even an office. It was, like, a, a yoga person. It's like, you guys, I'm feeling emotionally drained. I need some, some, some time for self-reflection. It's like, I don't Nobody care. Nobody needs no to know that. Nobody needs to know that. Nope. 
Just take your it's personal day. Too much. Just ask for a sub. <laughs> right. And take and be your day. on your way. Bye bye. <laughs> um. Another one I have is pooping. But everybody does it. Everyone does it. But I need. I need a, a sacred place to do it. <laughs> I remember. You need a special place I to poop. I do. Otherwise, I can't go. I remember like being at the Bank of America. Like, there's so many memories there, and like I would literally find a different floor to poop on so that no one knew who I was and it was like kind of abandoned so no one's up there but then like I think people caught on like oh there's a free a free um, restroom up there and so people started doing that I was like damn it my spot's gone (laughs) (laughs) my next one is the person that acts like they're so busy and they're so overworked and their <laughs> life is so hard and nobody can just measure up to how busy they are uh-huh. in their job and at work. And I'm just like, what a sad life you live. Yeah, yeah, no one's impressed. No one's impressed. Because if like your self-worth is in how busy you are at work, right. let's examine that. Totally. So I know a guy um, in LA that someone walked by his desk once and said, oh my God, your desk is so clean and kept going. And he wrote them a scathing email saying, you are implying that I'm not a busy person, that I'm not working hard. It's like, and it was out of control. No, he needs to go see his therapist oh, over that. Yeah. Many, many hours worth of therapy is needed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's examine those inner workings. Um, that's all I had on mine. Oh, really? This is a long one, boo. Um, I've got a couple more. So, you know, let's just take let's our time. Let's keep going. Um, what about the office liaisons? Interromantic, romantical. Well, you can't stop that animal attraction. Yeah. But it's, it does make things awkward, though, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, because I, I feel like, okay, is are we talking about like it's hidden, but everybody knows about it? I'd say both. Has this? I've never really experienced this. I have. Yeah. I was working again at the Bank of uh, America. <laughs> Why did you leave? Why did you leave? There's so many good stories. You could wear your club wear. I'll get to why I left momentarily. <laughs> um, but it was, it's, and it's funny because it was, like I started there as a temp and it was another temp and it was like, um, like a, a rep and they went on a date and things may, might have happened and, um, and she reported that. She's like, yeah, I went out with him. And it was eh. It was eh. And I could tell that she was a little burned by it. It mm. sucked. Because, like, now you have to, like, work with her and work with him. And it got really, really weird. Um, and luckily she was fired, like, oh my two God. weeks later. It's like, thank God for that. <laughs> Do you know what just crossed my mind? The fact that I work with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's that. I've never been in that situation. I've never been in that situation. (laughs) But yeah, I work with my husband every single day. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I do wonder if other people feel weird about it. I think that we could open up the door and ask somebody right now. (laughs) Don't do that. I think that um, we actually do a really good job of just being neutral around each other. Sometimes. I don't know. I say that I ground Aaron because I am not a yes man to Aaron. Oh, yeah. But sometimes I think I cross the line and I'm a little too sassy towards him. He might agree with you 150%. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, but I think, you know, our company is small and we know everybody pretty well. So I'm sure there have been times where it's a little bit weird, but they kind of knew what they were signing up for <laughs> also. But you keep it profesh too. Oh, of course. Yeah, 100% profesh. Um, I have one, no, two more. Okay. Um, IT, the IT department. So I had an incident with the IT department when I was working in San Diego. Um, and so they emailed me and said, oh, we have to log into your computer and, you know, do whatever we have to do. I was like, okay, cool. Put a pin in that. <laughs> um, so I have my friends, Beth and Amy, who are like my best, what a couple my besties in, in San Diego. And early in our relationship, um, I don't know how it came up, but I was talking about Coco with them. You know Coco? Mm-hmm. Ice T's wife. Yeah. Who's like voluptuous and over the top and hilarious. So I love Coco. And so um, we started this thing where like on someone's birthday or a special occasion, like I'd send them an email with Coco's picture. It's like, Coco says happy birthday, <laughs> you know? And um, it, was, it became a thing with us. So on this particular day, I'm like looking up Coco images and right at that moment, IT pops in. No. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what are you looking at on your computer? <laughs> it was hilarious. Did you get in trouble? <laughs> no, I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was embarrassed for a hot second, and then it was really funny. That's hilarious. Because they can like remote into your computer. They that did. always is so, so freaky to me when you see your mouse moving around and you're yeah. not doing it. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't X out of anything. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> so that happens. Um, and then my last one. Have you ever been fired or escorted off the premises no. of your job? No. I have. Oh my God. <laughs> A Bank of America. A Bank oh of America. Um, I wasn't fired. Um, we were let go. Remember I told you about the assistant who were trying to show value? So eventually our value was not seen anymore. <laughs> and they brought us into our room and gave us the bad news and it was our he was like our new boss who like we've been working with for years and he was so sad you could see he was like kind of shaking yeah and I was beaming and grinning from ear to ear because a week later um, my teacher training for yoga started and I was like how am I going to balance all this out it just worked out and it worked out yeah. Aw, the universe had your back. It had my back. Always. But but my girl Lucinda, who um, I was working with, it was her birthday. No. And I had put up the happy birthday banners. I decorated her cube, and they fired her that day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor Lucinda. <laughs> has she bounced back? Oh, she's bounced back. Okay, yeah, good. She's, she's I hopefully it would be like, it's been like 15 years. That's my girl, Lucinda. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood, if I got fired, it'd be my husband doing the firing. <laughs> that would not lead to some good times at no. home. <laughs> um, guys, email us your office gripes. I know there's so many more that we didn't even like mm-hmm. touch on or get to, but you spend yeah. all your time at work, so holler. Yeah, and go to iTunes, find the right podcast, give us a review, and um, we'd love to hear from you. And until next time. Bye. Bye.